Evening, guys. Uh, welcome to number 77 of the Chasing Past podcast. Um, unfortunately, I'm hosting tonight. Um, we're still joined by Craig and Ryan, though. You all right, fellas? Well, man, how are you? Yeah, mate, not bad at all. Not bad at all. You all right, Craig? Smashing, mate. As good as I'll ever be. One minute. Oh, hang on. Oh, man. Right. <coughs> British Masters week. You excited? Trying to meet you. Yeah, Craig, you were finally Here, coming mate. down. I know it's like it's actually coming fast. To be fair, um, I'm just uh, I'm just looking forward to the, the weekend. Obviously, going yeah. down would be good. So yeah, hundred um, percent. Before we go into it. Um, how was your weeks last week on the golf? Ryan, what's up with you first, mate? I know you had a couple of good results. Yeah, I got the win in South Africa. Tristan Stardom pretty much romped it from start to finish. Yeah. Cameron Champ was doing amazing until the triple bogey. Still managed to place. And then Su Young Kim placed on the Corn Ferry Tour for us. So two places and a win this week. Yeah, Champ, Champ kind of... I mean, for the first two rounds, putting-wise, he was unreal. And then he kind of reverted back to normal Cameron Champ. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see a great deal of it. I watched a bit of it Sunday, but as soon as he did that treble, I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it is short iron, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, a, it's a country mile. But, I mean, his, his approach by in proximity to the hole, it's just... It, Severely lacks, you know what I mean? It does. For what he's going in with. Yeah, paper. yeah, for what he's going in with, you know what I mean? He's eating driver in a wedge on most par fours. And he's, you know I mean, walking away sometimes with bogey. And you think, wow, like, if the guy could chip and hit his short wedges, God, he would be, he would be scary. He would. Yeah. He reminds me a bit of DJ back in the day. Do you know when he, like, he just bombed it, but couldn't hit his wedges? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. His wedge game art, it'd be unreal, I think. Yeah, he will be the champ. Um, Craig, how was your week, all right? Um, yeah, it was. It was not too bad. Uh, Henny Duplessis doing what he does in our place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it was a. Uh, it was a bit frustrating because. Um, he obviously started at, he started off round one, four under, then was two over for the second round, two over for the third round, so it was even par, and then decided to shoot a 64, eight under 64 to finish yeah. nine six. I mean, he's, he's got a habit, he's got, well, a bad habit, you know what I mean, of leading at some point the last sort of two months or so, and he's just, I mean, I don't know, look, look I don't know whether he's looked at leaderboard and just then, like, Shit himself, you know what I mean. Um, he he has got to be he's got to be over the past two months, man. Most back player. It's, yeah, it's, I, getting, I, it's getting ridiculous. I'm though. surprised you haven't backed him the fourth week in a row this week. Um, but to, no, to be fair to him, I know I, I know I should have at least converted one of the wins, probably South Africa more than anything. But um, that uh, but to be fair to him, it's been. A tied six in South Africa, uh, place at two, uh, 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 100 to one, 
tied third at the ISPS hander at fifty to one, and tied six again last week at fifty to one. So that's three places for him in twenty twenty two for the one player. He's got to win eventually. You'd think so, wouldn't you? He's playing some great mm-hmm. stuff. He is. Um, to be South, you know, in South African golf on the DP World Tour is not a bad, not a bad place at the minute, is it? Really? You know, I mean, Oliver Becker's. I mean, came really close again this week. Unfortunately, was it about five playoff holes? Was it six? Six, six I believe, yeah. to Arnos. Arnos finally got his win, didn't he? <laughs> he did. Thoughts on Arnos finally getting the job over the line? Uh, it was coming, wasn't it? You know what I mean? The the endless amount of tied fifth in it, um, sorry, top five finishes where he's kind of just not impressed on the Sunday. Um, do you think he'll kick on now? I think he will. But do you think he will? I'll give Ryan first yeah. first go at this. Uh, I think he's going in, in our universe, uh, so I'll take over. I'll say yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think I know we say it a lot, but I think it will just open the floodgates. It will. Um, it should. It should. Yeah. I think he's too classy of a player not to get another couple of wins. I think so. Oh, it is. I mean, he makes a lot of boat, a lot of birdies. He does. Okay, he's a bit erratic. Um, <laughs> But he does make a lot of birdies, so I, I think it just, he will. It, it just means any sort of price for him nowadays is just going to be non-existent once the big boys mm. aren't in the field. He's going to be 25 to 1 favourite, probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was, he was 45s last week. I mean, that's huge, isn't it? I, I think I mentioned it last week on the pod. I did. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it really was, and obviously in Spain as well, which would have been even easier it would. Or even nicer, sorry, to win on home home soil. Uh, um, I was I was also a couple of uh, just a couple of shots out of a top twenty place for Sebastian Garcia Rodriguez, who finished tied twenty eighth, I think. Okay, was, nice. Yeah, yeah. Was a close one. I think he finished two under eventually, but uh, that's that's another decent showing in Spain. Mm. Uh, he seems to go very well in Spain, so he's yeah. one to keep an eye out on for sure. Yeah, I had uh, I had a little bit on <laughs> the old um, Moller top twenty, um, but he kind of fell away over the weekend, didn't he? Yeah. Bit disappointing. Uh, he really. was, uh, I was, he was, he was, he was playing well the first couple of rounds. Yeah, uh, just kind of fell away. But um, now he's another another cut he's made. He seems to be. The king of making cuts right now, so yeah. hopefully we'll see him again at the weekend. Is he in this week? Is he? Yes, I. Um, I think what? actually, actually, I think um, so. De- so out of our podcast guests we've had on, I think majority majority of them are playing the bill through this week. So uh, yeah. D- D- Dale Whitnell was in the field. Uh, yeah. Blandy obviously defending champion. Yeah. Uh, well. Will Will Besling's in the field, uh, Moller's in the field, uh, oh, cool. uh, Aaron Cockrell I seen got in the field as well. Yeah. So yeah, no, um, that's good to see, obviously, and uh, obviously looking forward to this test. But uh, I just want to quickly 
um, mentioned the PGA Catalonia. I thought it was a it was a very good test, and uh, hopefully we we'll see it again in the near future. Yeah, I really think. I see. I know. Okay, drum roll. Won over over in Mexico. Um, I think both courses were really really good. They were. It was a really good test for the players. You know what I mean? So in Mexico, you had the wind all week, um, which made it which made it tough. Um, in Catalonia, you had the, you know what I mean, it was undulating, it was, I mean, they both provided a really good test, I thought, um, and I wouldn't mind at all them being on the tour schedule each year, to be honest. Yeah, you can see, you can kind of see why Catalonia is one of the best courses uh, yeah, well, yeah, in can. continental Europe, anyway. Yeah, definitely, you can. Um, uh, uh, Ryan, sorry, um, uh, if you are there, uh, but before we go on, do you want to quickly uh, finish off on the Arnos debate? Yeah, can you hear me now, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. all good, mate. Yeah, you don't sound like r 2 2 anymore. No, I don't. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I agree. Well, uh, it'll kick on now. He just needed that win to get that boost. Yeah. Didn't it, so. I think so, mate. I think it's, it's, too, it's too good a talent not to. Yeah, really annoyed him back him as well, because I've had him at least three or four yeah. times a year as well. A lot smaller price. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, um, thoughts on uh, thoughts on the Mexico Open. Um, I know you had. Uh, I know obviously you had uh, Champ Ryan, but you had Brandon Wu and uh, Adam Wise, didn't you, uh, last week, Jamie? Yeah. So Wu shot nine under on Sunday. I mean, absolutely unbelievable round. Um, and he was, he was quite unlucky to in the end, do you know what I mean? He only missed out by one shot from John Rahm, he did. Rahm didn't really get going on the sec, on his Sunday. So, we almost got there, didn't he, really? Um, but it's a nice place at 110 to 1. Um, and Wise was tied sixth, yeah, um, at 30 to 1. Um, Finished shot, you know what I mean? His second round, I think he shot 4-5 over in his second round, which, to be honest, was... Diabolical, you know what I mean. So, if he shot even even par on that round, he would have uh, well, he would have been up there with Ram. You know what I mean. So, kind of annoying, but I'd, I'd take a profitable re- week any day. Oh well. Um, sorry guys, I uh, Villarreal have just gone two 0 up against Liverpool. I mean, <laughs> Christ. <laughs> wow. So again. There's always next year, mate. There is, mate. Always next year. There is. Oh, well. Villarreal are going to win the whole thing, mate. Yeah. Christ. God. Maybe a good, good job on not watching it. That's not. Um, I don't know if you've seen, Jamie, but Tony Fina was second. I mean, he couldn't put a thing, could he? Thursday, Friday. <laughs> he really couldn't. Like, I saw a stat, I think, on first Friday round. He missed... Six puts inside 10 feet, but hold three puts over 25 foot. You know what I mean? It's just it's crazy. It's crazy. And then, then over the weekend, he looked like a different player he did. So I hope he's getting some sort of form back, I do, because as I say, he's not been his best the last last few months, has he? Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We will. Um yeah, he, he might be a play for Southern Hills, maybe, for the PGA Champs, being a long course. Um, but yeah, we'll see. But yeah, good to see him back, it was. 
Definitely. He'll get his top 10 at a major for you. Say again, sorry. He'll get his top 10 at a major for you. Yeah, there we go. Top 5, Tony. One of them. Top Strong. 5, Tony Burke. Top, yeah, that's it. God. Um, I suppose we're going to this week, really. Um, Betfred British Masters. Um, we're at the Belfry this week again. Um, obviously, home to Blandy's first win. Um, in 478 starts last year. I mean, that's pretty good, wasn't it, last year? It was. It was It was one of the first times I probably was close to full-on tears, to be honest, watching the golf. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, something special, wasn't it? And it was. um, I know, obviously, listeners of... Obviously, we had, we had Richard on, uh, luckily. Um, on the podcast for an interview and you know what I mean it's yeah it was, it was unreal wasn't it it was to, just shows you know what I mean that you can get the win you know what I mean that you, that people strive for and it was well deserved it was um, he, he's 40 to 1 this week is there anyone backed in this week no but I did I did look at him obviously but um yeah. I just think obviously it is it's hard to go on and defend and win for a, uh, the second year in a row but yeah I've no doubt it probably he's missed a consistency so he probably will make the weekend I think but um yeah no best of luck to him on his title defence yeah definitely I, I thought the same he's not been He's not shown the heights over the last couple of months that he has done over the last year. Obviously, he made the quarterfinals of the match play in Texas, um, but other than that, performances haven't been great. Was second was second in the Dubai Desert Classic. Obviously, we're going back a bit there, though. Aren't we? <laughs> we are. You know what I mean? That's it. It's still thirty thirty two, mate. Come on. Yeah, obviously we're five months into it now. You know what I mean? So still going back a bit. Um, just recent form, you know, I mean, isn't 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 the best maybe, but who knows? You know what I mean. Coming back here, great memories. You know what that can do uh, to players. Ju- 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 just one, just one thing. While we're mentioning Blandy, is a special shout out to obviously Blandy. On it's a special week for him. This is his 500 start on the European tour. Oh wow, really? Yeah. So. Great week to do it then, really, isn't it? <laughs> as a def- as a defending champion, so it's another it's another special occasion. Um, not only defending, but it's five hundredth uh, start on the DP World Tour. So now, wow. congratulations! Congratulations to Richard on that. Yeah, uh, magnificent achievement. Yeah, it really is the James Milner of golf. Yes. Not as boring. <laughs> not 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 as boring. No. The Roy being the James Milner. <laughs> right, stop waffling on. Right, we're at the Brabazon course this week at the Belfry. Um, it's a par 72 course. Um, it's around 7,300 yards in length. Um, Dave Thomas and Peter Alice designed. Um, typical English Parkland design. It is tree-line fairways, narrow fairways, quite large greens, a lot, a lot of tiers to them and some deep bunkers. Um, there's three par threes this week, ranging from 177 to 208 yards. There's actually 12 par fours at the Brabazon. There is uh, ranging from the 
the infamous um, 311 yard part um, tenth hole, sorry, um, up to the eight, the tricky 18th, which is 473 yards. Um, so it gives the players a massive headache that it goes from that easy to really hard. Um, and the three par three, three par fives this week, sorry, ranging from 538 yards to 564 yards. So par, par fives are pretty easy this week. They'll be reachable for pretty much everyone in the field. Um, so really that's where you want to make your ground this week. Um, I really enjoyed the Belfry setup the last couple of years. You know what I mean? The British Masters last year, the ISP hand, ISPS hander, UK champs the year before that Hoygaard won. Um, 13 under won it last year. 14 under won it the year before that. Um, it gives a real test, doesn't it, Craig? It does. I mean, it's it suits a certain golfer, definitely. It does. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've always, I've always loved the, the this type of uh, this type of test. Obviously, between between ten, ten and fifteen under ranges. Yeah. So obviously, it's a proper prop, it's a proper proper golf test. Um, yeah. An iconic course, cla- classical uh, British course. Uh, yeah, I'm all for it, and I, I just can't wait for it to start again. Yeah, 100%. I think I'm just getting the the weather up. I mean, I can see the scoring, especially over the weekend, potentially getting above the 13-14 under, though. I mean, it's it's going to be, you know what I mean, you've got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, the, the weather's above 17 degrees every day. You know what I mean? Friday's a little bit wet. But Thursday, Saturday and Sunday are supposed to be glorious, they are. So maybe scoring will be a bit better than usual that we've seen the past couple of years. Um, so might go towards the 20 under maybe. Um, but still, it's going to be a great week, isn't it? It will. Uh, perhaps with the scoring, but I can't see it being much more than 15 under, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, all I'm saying, obviously last year was, you know what I mean, that Sunday that that Blandy won, um, it was wet, you know what I mean, the ball weren't flying as far, it was thick lies, you know what I mean, I just mean that it's going to be a bit firmer this week, it will, um, with the weather, especially over the weekend, um, so yeah, we may see a, a different concept this week, we will. Still, still a very difficult golf course to get around if you're, uh, oh, yeah. especially if, especially if you're not putting it in the right positions off the tee. Yeah, definitely. I mean, stats for this week are really looked at. Um, obviously, you guys can weigh in in second. Um, driving accuracy. Um, I know Blandy finished top top three for it last year. Um, he was also top three for strokes gained approach. Strokes gained tee to green, greens in regulation and scrambling last year. So, and it put in, he was about 64th for putting average last year. Um, so, obviously, it's not, not the best, but I say just tee to green, you need to be absolutely spot on there. You do. Um, and Rasmus in 2020, when he won, was the same 19th for good driving accuracy, 11th for greens in reg, 16th for scrambling. So, Every bit of your game up until the green needs to be smack on, it does. Um, and the bent grass, Poana greens um, can reward, you know what I mean, the 
than not, the lesser putters in the field. So evens it slightly, it does. Um, but yeah, driving accuracy, greens and rig, tee to green, scrambling, and I've put in powerful scoring as well, just because they cover, you know what I mean, two thirds of the holes this week. And there's some really, you know what I mean, there's some really scorable ones, but there's some really tough ones here this week. So I've had a look at that this week. Can Ryan, is there can anything that? else? Anything else you want to add on the on the course at all? I know obviously you've done your own sort of preview and write up for Wagwaduff. Um, yeah. No, but only there's say you're driving accuracy and green the reg just because there's yeah. in play, and then there's I think there's 72 bunkers on the whole course <laughs> as well. 72. We had Mikey Miller giving us that detail for it. He's a good lad, isn't he? Well, I've got. Um, um, well, I've got, obviously, the ones you alluded to, uh, approach tee green off the tee, par four scoring. But, uh, obviously, funny enough, you mentioned accuracy. I've got possibly one of the worst accurate players in the history of mankind <laughs> on, the DP, on the DP World Tour this week. So, this should be fun. I've got, I mean, a player that, I've got a player that ranks 194 for uh, driving accuracy off the tee this week. <laughs> I think you, I think you've just got to be, you know what I mean, you've just got to be so accurate this week. I really do. Um, yeah. You've got to pick some, up greens as well. Yeah. Some of the pins can be horrible. Yeah, there's dog legs going both ways this week. You know what I mean? You, you've just got to give yourself a chance. You know I mean, you've got to keep it in the greens, keep it in the fairways. Um, some warriors, you know what it's like playing an English course, you know what I mean? You're just going to get swallowed up, you are. So, I think accuracy is the key this week. Um, but you say, Craig, if you took someone who's a bit erratic but has got decent, at least course oh, form or something, yeah. He's, a, he's an unbelievable form, Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what's going to win, but... I. Obviously, we can just guess, can't we? Some weeks go against stats, but you know, I mean, on the eye, looking at the last two winners here, um, accuracy seems to be key. It does. But uh, what do we know, eh? You know what I mean? <laughs> We'd win uh, every week, what, wouldn't we? What are the what, what are the odds on a play, uh, uh, the winner being in a playoff this week? Because uh, Rasmus was a playoff against Walters. And obviously, Bland was a playoff against Guido last year. <laughs> so, a playoff would be. I did see it earlier. It weren't great. It wasn't. Oh, it's three to one for a playoff. Jeez, is that it? Yeah, that's it, man. Yeah. Well, right, three, anyway. Um, yeah. We'll carry on. Robert McIntyre's a favourite. What do you think of that? Wow. I mean, what's it to say about it? You know what I mean? Um, is he the highest ranked golfer in the field? Is he? I don't think he is. I think Adri might be now for after his win. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I think is just because of you know McIntyre's reputation, maybe. The Sky um, Sports hype. Yeah, you know what it's like, don't you? Um, he's just been a bit too erratic for me um, the last the last year or so, really. You know what I mean? He promised to be a really solid, grinding sort of player. Um, last sort of year, he hasn't really, really produced much. That might be a bit harsh, but he just hasn't lived up to expectations yet to me. 
To be fair, I've, well, I've, I've, I've got a question for you. So, um, with, with McIntyre only with the one win in that kind of stupid kind of format in Cyprus, yeah, do, you think, Cyprus. Do, you, do you think with the, with the level of hype, i.e. Sky Sports, etc., given him, do you think that's justified or unjustified? Uh, a bit like Rory, isn't it? Actually, I'm not comparing McIntyre with Rory. Um, but yeah, they've seemed they've seemed to focus in on McIntyre a lot, as in that you know what I mean is is a really good player. Obviously, he is. He's talented as hell. Um, I just think he needs to needs to spend more time in Europe. He does playing, um, and get a couple of more wins, and get a bit more confidence, and then try it again in in America. Maybe he does. Um, yeah, he's, he's got the talent. We know he has, don't we? Um, but I wouldn't make him favourite this week. I wouldn't, not at all. No, I mean, he's had six six events in a row where he's 13th, 9th, 15th, 35th, 35th and 23rd at the Masters. His start is playing too bad. Yeah. It's not bad, not bad form, is it, at all? No, but he probably shouldn't be favourite, though, should he? He's not a 20 to 1 favourite, is he? He's not. No. Before we go over the top of the market and obviously Ma- uh, McIntyre, etc., what's uh, what's your drink of choice since I heard you opening the can? <laughs> I've just got uh, Bud Light tonight, mate. Watch, I, I told you earlier I'm watching the figure. You know what I mean? So I've got a Bud Light out. Wait, wait till I bring you the shader box of donuts uh, on Friday, <laughs> mate. <laughs> yeah, just wait. Yeah, you probably the dirty kebab house down the road. You can. There we go. <laughs> um, I've 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 actually I've actually got uh, one tonight, and I've went for a Holston, which is it's actually pretty nice to be fair. Blimey. Me. I'd bad. rather not. I'd rather not. Ryan. Um, Madrid. It's a bit. Be- it's a beer of this year, to be fair. You know what I mean? It's everywhere this year, isn't it, Madrid? It is so. Yeah, it's very is, nice. is it Spanish or is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Madrid, Madrid, I think. Yeah, it's Madrid. Yeah. Wow. Right. Anyway, let's go head up the market. Anyway, Ryan, <laughs> I, Ryan, I've got your guys' second favourite on Sky Bet, so uh, you may as well go into that. Yeah, I got him before he got shortened quite considerably. Yeah. Um, Adrian Moronk, I got him at thirty to one as soon as Boyle Sports put it out at eight places. Um. That's I not mean, bad at all. No, nah, I mean, when I saw 30s, I'd jump straight on it, to be honest. Um, yeah. Five top eight finishes. Uh, yeah, five top eight finishes in 10 starts. No missed cuts during that period, apart from a withdrawal at the Abu Dhabi. Back to back third place finishes, Qatar Masters in Catalonia. So playing pretty well. Came third here last year. So clearly likes to play. So sort of just numbers that just pop out to you straight away. As soon as you see 30 to 1, you jump in on that thing. Um, when I looked into his stats, he was first in bogey avoidance last week. He averaged one and a half bogeys per round, which again, round the Belfry. Yes, you so much round here. Um, he was third and fourth for par three and par four scoring, like you alluded to earlier. Par four scoring is crucial this week. Um, and he was under par for the par fives, which I think nearly everyone was last week. They were pretty scorable. Um, 19 strokes gained approach to the green. Seven strokes gained, tee to green, and putting he was 20th. So 
again, stats will just jump out of you at that number. It's a bit silly not to be on it, really. But he's, like you say, he's come down quite a bit now. I think it's 22s with the most bookies now. But yeah, take them around with 30s. I mean, a bit short for me. I know he's trending, but it's still a bit short. 30 to 1. Yeah, 30 to 1 is fine with me. You know what I mean? I would have. I would have took 30 to 1 if I'd have found it. You know what I mean? But the 20, the 22 to 1 that I'm looking at here, you know what I mean, is is short. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, is, he, is a, he is a class player and he will be a better player. He will. Um, but yeah, 30 to 1, I'll, I'll get on board with. I will. Um, Craig, you say it was too short for you? Sorry. So I just think uh, it's a hard one because I do like him and I do think he is going to win eventually. But it's just a case of um, I just think he makes at the crucial moments, especially when he's in contention, um, he makes a, f- a few critical mistakes um, when it comes to closing out the tournament anyway and. Um, Especially at that place for someone that hasn't won yet, uh, I just think it is a little short. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Um, that might be a bit harsh, but uh, it just seems to make a couple, um, well, a couple of errors uh, towards the end of the round when in contention. That's that's all I have to say, really. But he is a great player. Yeah, definitely. It, it, definitely a good player. I mean, it just it just reflects on the quality of the field, doesn't it, this week? The fact that he's up there, I suppose. Um, it's a shame. We spoke about it before before the off, didn't we? Um, about some guys that just haven't haven't bothered to come over this year. Um, to well, it's quite a big quite a big event really for for in, for Britain really. I mean, obviously, I know you've got the Open and so on and the Scottish Open. Um, but it's still it's still the British Masters, isn't it? At the end of the day, um, yeah. Just seems you'd, that the, you'd expect more of the Brits to come over, and then maybe yeah. even more people the, on the board like Miss Peters. Yeah, the Brits. I mean, the guys that have you know what I mean, grown up playing their stuff on the on the European tour, the DP World Tour. Sorry, um, the likes of you know what I mean, Matthias Swab. Um, you said earlier, Craig, about Matt Wallace. Um, Tom Peters, as you say, Brian. Um, I don't know. Just, Wallace. Wallace is a member as well at the Belfry, and he always yeah, he is. Yeah. So, it's yeah. So I mean, I'm forming. Surely you want to come to a course you know well. Yeah. These guys obviously don't need the money, do they? You know what I mean? No. To be worrying about prize money. I just think it's. I just think it's really bad. I really do. Um, that. I mean, a, a, quite a prestigious, you know what I mean, event, British Masters. That it's just, it's just not attracting. It's not attracting what they should, and I've, I think I think the DP world is going like that. I really do. I mean, yeah. the field, the fields this year, they've they've been diabolical, really. Apart from yeah. you know, what I mean, potentially Dubai and Abu Dhabi, um, but other than that, they've been pretty substandard. They have. They come um, over for the Rolex events, don't they? Where they've got like double points. Yeah, come over, come over for Rolex. You know what I mean? Morikawa will come over. Billy Orshaw will come over. Um, people like that. But I mean, when you've got, you know I mean, a twenty to one favourite in a in a tournament like this, it's 
it, it's not great. I'm, I may be being biased, you know what I mean? But just, I mean, you just look at the top of the Rolex rankings and you've got Hovland, who's played four events, McElroy three, yeah. and Thomas Peters has played four, and some of them count the Masters WGCs, so they've barely played. They've got the points in the Rolex events and yeah. they just don't go over. <laughs> so, so, always been an argument me and you have had a Craig, isn't it, that the Rolex series, it's just, you know what I mean, the amount of points, as you just alluded to, the amount of points they get from WGC events, major events, they don't play the, I mean, the, so, the so-called, you know I mean, normal events on the DP world. Um, yeah, it's mad it is. When, you, when you've got players like Jordan Smith, when you've got players like, you know I mean, the Hoyguards grinding it week in, week out, travelling tra- traveling the whole of Europe, and then you got Hovland doing decent in the WGC and, and the Masters, and he shoots to the top of the Rolex series. You know what I mean? You can say, yeah. this, you can say the same about players like Adrian Nose, who's, who's grinding it every week. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. There's loads. I mean, Oliver Becker has been unreal this year. I mean, Otie Agee's played loads this year. Right, there's another example. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I get it's been a stalwart on the European tour for fucking God knows how long now. Yeah, and it doesn't, you know what I mean, doesn't get the recognition for it on leaderboards. Um, I don't know. It's okay. They've been bought up by DB World. Obviously, that is great for the tour. Obviously, more money's gone into it, but it's just not attracting attracting the names. Anymore, you know what I mean? It's, it's almost gone the other way that people are flocking towards America. They are. If 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 this was to become a Rolex Series event, would you see the kind of turnover coming over? Like I think it, they would, but just yeah, because it was a Rolex event. Yeah, of course. And as Ryan said, it you know what I mean doubles your points. You know what I mean doubles your points. There's probably a a million pound on top go on the purse for the week. Mm. So I just they they would. The you know I mean the the Morikawas of the as of the world as I said the Horshaws of the world, um, they'd come over they would no doubt. I Unfortunately, mean, it just gets overlooked. Yeah, I mean to put an extra seven hundred and fifty points on this week, so it's not two seven five like normally it's three fifty. So that's literally yeah. the thing that's on offer. It's got a one point eight five purse compared to nine million dollars in America. It's just money talks at the end of the day, doesn't it? So yeah, it's, I just want I just want to quickly say why we're on that discussion there. Fair, fair play to Sam Horsfield and uh, Rafa Cabrera-Bell for coming over. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You know, I mean, Horsfield played you know, a couple of weeks ago at the Zurich um, New Orleans. Um, so did Danny Willett. I know he's hosting the event. Yeah. Um, as you said, you got Rafa come over. Um, and yeah, he's players like, you know, I mean, you got Matthias Swab and you've got Matt Wallace, as, as we've gone into, it's just disappointing, isn't it? It is that they're just, I know. They're just not coming I know. back. They're not. I know Aaron Rye's obviously focusing on his PGA Tour career just now, but I, I would have thought he'd maybe popped over for just mm. the one event and back. But yeah. Obviously, I, being, obviously being a Wolverhampton boy as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, really close to home. It is. Mm. Um, as well, but Yeah, exactly. We could go on about it for hours, you know what I mean? We just, but it, it's just, it's just infuriating. That's all that this this kind of event attract, attracts this this field basically. Um. So next we've got um 
Jordan Smith at 25 is a bit short for me. You guys agree? Yeah, definitely short. Yeah, he's playing, playing, some, playing some good stuff this year, really. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't take him at 25s. I wouldn't. Um, if it was closer to 40s, maybe, but uh, not bad. Yeah. In ways, I do agree on his, his form this year. He's been unreal this year compared to other years. Um, so I, I guess that's just the book he's catching up with him now. But yeah, definitely, definitely playing well. Yeah, definitely. He, he play, plays really well in, on British courses, he does. Um, but yeah, just a bit too short. Um, 28 to 1, we've got five players. Uh, we've got Dean Burmister, Laurie Cantor, Lee Westwood, Rasmus Hoygaard and Sam Horsfield. Um, Lee Westwood, I think I saw he, he's, he's played here, you know what I mean, numerous of times. Um, finished first and finished second here in the past. Um, I think it was the, the Benson and Edges Open, was it? I think that he won and come second in. I'm sure it was, yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, so yeah, he's got some great experience here. You, you can never write him off, can you? You can't. Um, Laurie Cantor had a good week last week. Um, you think you <laughs> think he deserves the twenty-eight to one prize? No, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> Dean Burmister. I mean, it's not a bad prize for him. He's a great, he's a great player, isn't he? He is. Yeah, it's just. I mean, he's had some good good results this year. Sixth, obviously, last year. It's just if he can keep the ball in play and his temperament. Yeah, that's it. I mean, he's, I mean, he's, his driver's everything to him. You know, what I mean, he does everything with his driver. Um, I've seen narrow fairways. It's just how how accurate he stays, as you said. Um, just trying to find. I think top of my head. Uh, just have a look. Yeah, so he he finished sixth last year in the British Masters. Um, he was thirty first in the ISPS handout in 2020 so it's not too bad it's quite surprising really no, um, it's, it is decent for him uh, well when you consider how erratic he can be at times with the driver yeah we could sit here this time next week you know what I mean and say blimey 28 yeah. 30 to 1 for Dean Burmester wow lovely. what a great price yeah but I just want to say I just want to say something quickly how many um how many so-called nearly weeks can uh, Laurie Cantor have before he finally has to stumble over the line? Yeah, it's it, it's on us again, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's just is he there? Is he not? Is he there? You know what I mean? He keeps slipping away. Um, you don't know whether it's a mental thing or what, but it's going to come eventually. It will. Whether it needs to be handed to him, I don't know, but it will come eventually. Yeah, I completely agree with what you've just said, to be honest, mate. Yeah. It will come eventually. He'll get one. Yeah, he will. Um, it's too good not to, especially with his driver. You know what I mean? That season where, you know, a couple of years ago, where he was like first for strokes hand off the tee, top 10 for tee to green. Um, yeah, he can be unreal, he can, when he's on form. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just a matter of time, it is. In these in smaller events where the fields like they are this year, I'm sure he'll, he'll take one this year. I do. Hopefully it doesn't take as long as what Thomas Dietrich is doing to do about it. 
Yeah, 100% mate. Yeah, so can I go into my guy with which is uh, who is 194th in the uh, uh, the season for uh, driving accuracy? Yeah, of course, mate. And he's in. He's 33 to one. And he's he in is, uh, <laughs> he is, uh, go on, go on. No, but that, no, but that's a testament to obviously how well he's playing just now. Um, he's a recent winner and he's playing unreal stuff. To be fair, is Ryan Fox, who I really fancy this week to go well at thirty-three to one. Yeah, it may be a hundred eighty-four for <laughs> for driving. I get to say, oh, that's pretty. That's pretty diabolical, man. But. Um, <laughs> But to be fair to him, uh, for this season, he's uh, he, he, in all the all the metrics we're looking at this season. Uh, well, this week, sorry, uh, he's fourteen uh, for um, approach, twenty nine for par four scoring, twenty for tee green, fifty third off the tee. So uh, that's a testament to how well he's striking the ball just now. Uh, tie nine for last week, tie fifteenth the week before in uh, the ISPS hander. That came after the win at the Razal Kaima Classic. Um, obviously, that's pretty impressive. He could have easily tailed off after that win, but he's went tie fifteen and tie ninth after that. Uh, he, he he was also tied twenty sixth in the Dubai Desert Classic. Um, a week before missing the cut at the Razal Kaima first one. So he's 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 only missed the one cut in his past five events. That added with the win in a tied ninth last week. He's playing really well and um he's he's just a really good player. Um he's playing he's he's striking it beautifully and he had a twin he actually had a twenty eighth at the ISPS Handa UK in twenty twenty at the Belfry. So a lot to like about Ryan Fox this week. I think it's a, a fairly decent price considering, obviously, the form he's in and the way he's playing. So, yeah, happy enough to take Fox. Lovely stuff. I don't think I can argue with that. Um, yeah, he's been great, hasn't he? Last, last couple of months or so. Any, um, any, th- any thoughts on Fox yourself? Uh, yeah, he's a bit erratic, isn't he? But you can say that from the, the accuracy stats. But, yeah. He'll find a way around, he will. I'm sure he will. And hopefully see him on Saturday because he's uh, quite a weird swing. He is, which I'd like to see, I think. So He has that country mail as well, doesn't he? So. Yeah, yeah, he does. He absolutely belts it. He does. Say <laughs> um, again. Sorry. 327 is averaging this year. 327, blimey. That's, uh, yeah, that's big, that is. Um, I've got one at 35s. Um, I've got Mr. Slow Coach himself, Adrian Otegi. <laughs> oh, my man, this, <laughs> this Spanish JB Holmes. Yeah, that's the one, mate. I mean, you missed the cut last week when everyone was on him. Um, second, fifth, 34th and third before that. Um, he come 40th here last year. Um, he's 14th for par four scoring. 12 for bogey average, bogey avoidance, sorry. Um, 21st for approach, 35th to green, 6th for scrambling. Um, quite interestingly, his first for sand saves on the DP World Tour. Um, I think it's a really good price at 35 to 1. You can get 40 to 1 still in some places. Um, compared to the guys above him, yeah, I think it's a good price. I do. 
he's all he's always guaranteed to pop up on the leaderboard at some point. I think so. I, the the you know what I mean the the underlying um, trend between my guys I've picked this week they're just plodders. You know what I mean? They're just it's pick and choose when they go for it. Um, they're accurate. They're good putters. Um, yeah, and fingers crossed. Um, they give it a run come Sunday. They do. Um, Forty to one, Ryan. You've got the the host this week. Yeah. Yeah. So Danny Willett at forties, eight places again. Um, not got a great deal to say on him. To be honest, I mean host. Normally, they don't do well this yeah. week. Well, the media duties they've got as well as trying to play golf. But last year he came 11th when he had all of that to deal with. So sure, yeah, really deal with it pretty pretty well to be honest. Um, don't look at his stats on the PJ Tour website. He's like 100 plus in nearly everything. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> just not ideal. Um, best finish this year was a 12th at the Masters, which you can't really tell. He knows about plenty of money, plenty of points. Uh, golf ranking points, sorry. Um, and then he's made six of his last seven cuts where he's not really done amazing, but he's he's cashing a check still every week. He's coming around that sort of area. So to feel something's going to click at some point, I say three starts ago was his Masters, where he's come 12th, he's come 21st two weeks ago. And again, he's coming into a place, came 11th last week. So again, Forty to one. I'm I'm going to risk that this week on Danny with it. Yeah, I've got got no arguments there. You know what I mean? He uh, did all right in the Zurich um, Zurich Classic with I think it was Tyrrell Aston he was with that week. Yeah. Um, yeah, he didn't do too bad at all. Um, they were up there after two rounds. Um, so yeah, he'll, he'll be excited about this week. He will. Um, and I don't think hosting will overcome it at all. I don't. Um. 45 to 1. Um, oh, oh, please don't mention this range. <laughs> <laughs> 45, to one, 45 to 1. I've put Justin Arden. Um, yeah, you know you know me, Craig. As soon as, soon as, as, soon as you see really tough conditions in England, you're going to take Justin Arden, aren't you? I mean, um, no, no comment. <laughs> seventh, seventh, fifth, miscut, 23rd, ninth, last five outings, 19th here last year, 7th for par four scoring, 16th for bogey avoidance, 18th for driving accuracy, 40th for approach, 27th for degree, 9th for scrambling, and 12th for putting average. Um, yeah, he's, he's the winner this week. He is. I, uh, I'm firmly confident that Hardy will just... deliver. He'll just break your heart when he misses uh, every five-foot putt. Sure. Oh, 100%, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it as well. As long as he <laughs> makes the cut. <laughs> oh, well. uh, I've, I've, I thought you were going to mention an art player in that range. Yawn. Shock. <laughs> um, Thomas Dietrich, maybe, at 35-1. to 1. Bit short for me this week. I mean, he's... Bit like Arnaus, as you said earlier, Ryan. Um, yet to get his win, um, but it's not going to be far away. Um, he's threatened it on the on the PJ Tour this year. Um, I wouldn't be disappointed if he won. Be nice to see him. It would, um, but 
Henny Duplessis at 40 to 1. Yeah, I knew this, I knew you, this was uh, coming. I knew this I mean, was coming. You, you, back, you, you back, <laughs> backed him three weeks in a row. Um, yeah. You've not backed him this week, even though he's coming off a great week. No, well, two, two, two weeks in a row, but three, three times in the past fucking six, seven weeks. <laughs> I mean, how come you didn't take him? Oh, <laughs> it's painful. It's a fear of missing out, to be honest. I've, I've, ju- I've, I've, I've just got this, I've just got this, uh, this feeling that because I'm not on him for the first time in three weeks, that uh, is, you know what's going to happen, eh? He's gonna yeah. win, isn't he? Yeah, hundred percent, mate. No, I don't know. It's just I just opted to go for a bit more experience this week, um, with it being a classical course. Will that will that will that come back to bite me in the arse? Perhaps, but um, no, nah, there's no denying he's in unbelievable form. Um, I just wait for experience over, uh, obviously. Yeah. The form, the form with Duplessis, but um. Yeah. I think you need it this week. You know what I mean? I think you need to be a bit streetwise, a bit. You know, you need to know how to grind here this week. Um. So yeah, I, I agree with that. I do. Whether that comes back to bite me in the arse and he wins at yeah. forty to one, then uh, hey ho, it's golf. But um, I hope he goes well. Uh, obviously, obviously, hope he goes well. Hopefully, maybe see him at the weekend. Uh, but Shit. if he wins, that would be a fucking pain. Yeah, I feel you. Um, me and you have got the same guy at fifty to one. Um, do you want to go into him now? I'll let you go. To, uh, I'll let you lead. Are you sure? Um, we got you, the t- fin- you, you take him more than I do. So <laughs> yeah, got Finland's finest, Miko Kokoinen. Um, at 50 to 1. Um, 33rd, 15th, 10th, 67th, and missed cut in the last five starts. Uh, 20th for par 4 scoring, 4th for driving accuracy. Um, and then his top 50 for both strokes gained approach and tee to green um, is 23rd for greens in reg. Um, had a good week last week where he finished 33rd. Um, so he finished third here last year at the British Masters. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he falls into that category, doesn't he? Of he's just a plodder, you know what I mean? He hits it straight. He gives him eight greens. He gives himself a lot of opportunities. Um, and yeah, he, he rarely makes a mistake. He does. So fingers crossed. He uh, does the business this week. He does. Um, j- j- just to obviously to go on a little bit further to that, he's obviously he's he's a decent form, isn't he? Um, yeah. Tie 33rd last week, tie 15th uh, at the, the the ISPS hand in Spain. That, uh, he also had a tie 10th at the Stain City in South Africa as well. Um, tie 67th at Qatar, I mean, could kind of let him off for that. It was severely tough conditions that week. Um, but also, I like that he was obviously he was tied third last year as well here uh, yeah. at the Belfry. Uh, he's he's actually he actually ranks fourth for the season in driving accuracy um, on the DP World Tour. So that's 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 a good insight into obviously how accurate he's playing. Um, tie thirty, uh, tie twenty third for greens in regulation. Tie 
23rd for par four scoring as well. So uh, he ranks quite high in quite a few key metrics as well. So yeah. happy enough to take the experience thin. Yeah, 100%. I say him and Harding and Otiegi, I think I've backed them off a cliff in Europe, but I really think it just suits them this week, I do. So we'll see. I'm sure I'll be crying at the end of the week when they all miss the cut. But who knows? Uh, <laughs> You'll be uh, close to tears on my next guy, man. Fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll let Ryan go first at 60 to 1. one mate. That's on Lee again. Second week run. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm surprised you not taught, took Marcus Kinnault as well. He, oh, I don't, mate. I, he's, uh, <laughs> he's off. So, uh, that's only who's my John Catlin of this year so far. Um, 61, yeah, 10 places with Betfred. He finished 26th last week and 6th the week before, so he's playing okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. 13 gains off particularly last week, 24 for greens and reg with 72%, and 36 strength gain put in for last week. So his game's in the right place. It's just a can he put it all together for four rounds um, is his problem at the minute, which at 60 to 1, I'm more than happy to have a play with. Um, he's missed the cut last year, but everyone knows how bad he was playing last year, and then 31st at the UK Championship and so far this year he's had three top tens and only two missed cuts from nine starts so his game's definitely trending in the right way um, I've been a good last two weeks to show that he's got a bit of confidence back in his game so I'm well, happy to play at 61 this week for Hatong Yeah it's, it's a big price isn't it it is um, he's been been playing really well um, through a couple of clips last week is uh He's hitting the driver really well, he is. Uh, really accurate. So, yeah. He was great. I don't know what happened the last couple of years, but he was he was a great player, wasn't he, two years ago? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's not won since 2018, which, obviously, as each year goes past, you sort of get it in the back of your mind, don't you, saying, can I do it, can I do it, kind of thing. But I, th- I think he's got plenty more wins left in him. He's only 26 yeah. in, so he's got plenty of time left. Yeah, yeah. 26, he's been playing forever. He has, really has, um, and yeah, I, f- I still think he can do well. I really do. Um, what's the next pick? Oh, sixty-six to one, Craig. Oh Love. no, oh, do have one. to? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I obviously love the feel of pain and pure heartache. So yeah, uh, that fits in right well with uh, the worst part. Of- to ever exist in this world, which is <laughs> Eduardo Molinari. I cannot believe I'm doing this. Lovely. But but with the with the experience kind of uh, comment that I made, I mean, does is there anyone really more experienced in the field bar Westwood and a few others than Eduardo Molinari? No, no, definitely not. Um. Obviously, uh, what what brought me to him was uh, it was an encouraging. He, he played well last week. Uh, Catalonia, another tough test, a classical test. Tie six, I thought was pretty good. Uh, tie fortieth, another tough test at Qatar. Uh, they, they they were the uh, 
they were his two kind of better results in the past um, past couple of months, so that was encouraging. Yeah. Uh, in, t- in terms of the season stats, he, he's he's still absolutely flushing it with the irons. He's eleventh, uh, eleventh for strokes gained approach, twenty sixth for tee to green, ninety second for par four scoring, sixty fifth off the tee, and he was he's sixteenth for greens and regulation as well, um, which is pretty good. So tied eighth last year when uh, he was pretty much in contention all all week long. And yep. Belfry kind of fell off towards the end. Um, miscut in 2020 at the ISPS Handa. So he's probably had more of that. I've, I've, I've actually really not looked into how he played in like 2008 and 2007, etc. I'll probably do that just uh, shortly. But from what I've got so far, I think Molinari um, is he a bit short at 66? Perhaps, mm. but with it, with his experience, his last two starts, he's tied eight last year, uh, and the way he's playing it with, uh, with the irons recently, I think he's uh, half decent shot this week. Yeah, I'd agree. As soon as you took him this week, yeah, he's the no brainer for me. As I say, Richard Bland weren't the best putter in the field last week by a mile. Um, so yeah, you can get away with it there. I think. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed. Um, I've got Ashton Wu at seventy to one. I mean, I don't think I've ever backed Wu before. Um, I mean, one Wu went well for me last week. Uh, hopefully, another Wu can go well for me this week. Um, he's decent recent form. Obviously, he won six starts ago. He did twenty um, sixth missed cut, forty ninth, twenty fifth, twenty third since then. Um, finished 21st last year at the British Masters, um, 16th for par 4 scoring, 7th for bogey avoidance, um, 18th for approach, and 35th for greens and reg. Um, again, he's just another plodder that I went for this week, and I thought 70 to 1. Um, it was a great shout, I really do. Um, so, yeah, he's my fourth shout this week. He is. Um, I can't believe we've been recording for an hour. Just it's all your waffle, Cray. It is. You spoke more than I fucking spoke. <laughs> I'm leading the bloody thing, mate. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I've got actually the next one as well. I've got my last, my last outright tip of the week is Craig Howie at eighty to one. I never thought I'd ever tip Craig Howie. I didn't. Um, last couple of weeks he's gone thirtieth and twelfth. Um, all right, he would, did he withdrew, withdraw for you last week, Ryan? Yeah, he didn't even start last week. Oh, he didn't withdrew. start? Okay. Didn't start, fingers, crossed, fingers crossed he's all right then. Um, I didn't see anything about it. Um, no. Um, but he's 35th for off the tee, 33rd for tee to green, 18th for greens and reg. Um, his fifth year last year, at, sorry, at the ISPS Hander uh, UK champs, so... Got a bit of form here, um, and I thought 80 to 1, given his recent form, um, was a good price. So, yeah, that finishes my outright card this week. Um, I think you've just got your 100 plus to ones to go, guys, I think. Yeah, um, I've been my best comp. 
Yeah, go go ahead, yeah. So I've got um, Richard Mansell. Okay, nice, yeah. 100 to 1, 10 places with Betty Fred. So he is ranked, last week he ranked first straight at the end of the tee, pretty much nice. down to 336 yard drives, is smashing. Nice. Um, only hit 40% of fairways, but it's higher than uh, Mr. Fox and other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, with that last week, he was still first for greens in regulation, hitting just under 81% of greens. So, for saying he had 48% accuracy, it couldn't have been that bad offline for him to hit just under 81% of green. So, Peter Green plays pretty superb at the minute. With yeah. his power, he should be able to take care of the par fives this week, with him hitting it 50 yards further than most people on the, the tier up. Yeah. Um, finished 57th last year after opening with a 69 and a 70. One, but at the weekend he shot 73 and 75 to drop down the leaderboard um, he's just had wrist well he had wrist surgery a few months ago now um, last two starts he's come 30 from 26 so his game's trending in the right way Belfry is a place that's very close to where he grew up so I'm pretty sure he's played the course many times with yeah. like Bradley Moore and George Bloor god knows how many times they played it together so I'm, I'm happy to risk him this week at 100 to 1. 140 in places is still available. So he was my first bet of the week as well. So Mr. Mansell at 100 this week. Nice. Yeah, I saw on his Instagram he's he put in a lot of lot of work over sort of um, the three week, three, four week off season the DP World had uh, for mm. the Masters and the match play and so on. Um, yeah. And yeah, he's had a good couple of weeks, he has. Yeah, I think he went to America as well just before Christmas to play in yeah. the minor and one over there as well so it's okay nice game's in the right place still yeah fingers crossed I say coming back home um, he plays well on these courses fingers crossed um, Craig you've got a couple to finish off with oh one of the, one of them's uh, he's in horrific form yeah dog, absolute dog shit mate well, he, he is he <laughs> really is honestly it's Disgusting just looking at his uh, figures for the season and stuff, but uh, hey, he'll, we'll, we'll ride with him and I hope he finds something. But that's Andy Sullivan at 100 to 1, uh, 10 places with Betfred. He's in the most horrific form ever. Um, I don't know what what's happened to him. He's, he's missed five cuts and eight starts in 2022. Um, that came after a fourth at the Dubai. The one with the Aviv Dubai Championship um, last year. I don't know what's happened to him. Just looking at his stats now, they are horrific, aren't they? Yep. Uh, well, well, just seeing as you're going on a bit, we might as well get the ho- the horribleness out of the way. So we'll start with his stats for the season. 177th on approach. Disgusting. Oh, 173rd for T Green, disgusting. 152nd for par four scoring, disgusting. 154th off the T, disgusting. For, for, 41st for accuracy, though. I mean, why are you taking this way? <laughs> <laughs> that 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 on top of miscut of Catalonia, miscut in Sp- uh, ISPS hand of Spain, miscut Qatar, 72nd in Stein City. Tied sixty first at Peakinwood. Boy, man. If he if, if if he makes a cut, you know what I mean, and if he comes in the top top twenty this week, 
Honestly, I'll, I'll give it to you. Oh well, God. Um, but the only thing that that put any um, intrigue into his kind of price range and it's his uh, it's the tie six here last year at the British Masters and the tie nine at the ISPS Handa UK Championship both held at the Belfry. So if I, I'm kind of hoping that if he finds if there's anywhere he can find form, it could be back at a place where he's finished tied six and tied ninth in the last two years. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, he, he tends to play well at home courses. I think he won one of the. Did he win one of the home events during COVID? Did he? Yeah, it was the Forest of Arden, was it not? Yeah. So, yeah, fingers crossed he, he finds something here this week. Um, as I say. I just couldn't. I, I saw his course form. I just couldn't back him because, as you said, yeah. absolute dog shit lately. <laughs> to, put it blo- to put it bluntly, yeah. but um, a hundred, uh, obviously a hundred to one is a factor in the form, the yeah, current form and the starts yeah. the season. That is a big comparison in comparison to a, another guy that's uh, that's playing very very well this year. He's, he's a recent one or two. It's Ewan Ferguson at 125 to one, who um, is a decent price. Um, I mean, he, since he won in Qatar uh, uh, two starts ago, sorry, uh, he's missed the cut and tied 50 seconds since then, so you can kind of forgive him. Obviously, it's the first time he's won on tour. You can kind of forgive him for that, I guess. Um, before that, it was tied 40 if it stayed City and tied 61st in the Pekinwood and tied 8th at Kenya. So it's kind of been a mixed bag for Ferguson on top of the win. He's still yeah. playing well. I think I think his season stats uh, on the DP World Tour uh, are far better than what his results make out to be. Um, I'll just quickly go over them with... Um, 41st for approach, 43rd for par 4 scoring, 58 for tee to green, 47th off the tee, 10th for driving accuracy and 9th for greens in regulation. It's just a putter that's really let him down this season um, on tour. But recent winner, 125 to 1. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, he's still playing quite well. I just think uh, it's a decent price to be fair. Yeah, he's, he's really accurate, actually. I was looking at his stats last week and how far he hits the ball. Um, he's actually surprisingly accurate. So he was on the list for me to look at this week. Um, I mean, I quite like that he's 10 for accuracy and 9 for greens and regulation. A tough course where it's required. So. Yeah, definitely. I'd agree with that. I would. Um, I think... And, and and with him winning at seven under as well, uh, in Qatar that kind of that kind of put one tick in his box as well. So yeah, let's hope. Def- definitely, definitely. Um, I think all that's left. I've had a couple of top top thirty finishes this week. Um, I've got James Morrison at four to one, um, and none other than Dave Coupland at thirteen to two, finishing the top thirty. Um, and if you double them up, you've got a 35-1 to one double. Um, so yeah, I've, I've tipped those on my Easy Odds preview this week. Um, and I thought I'd be writing about Dave Coupland. 
quite, I quite like uh, James Morrison at two hundred to one. Now, right? To be honest, eight places. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's quite better doing a twelve twelve place market this week each way. Um, I mean, you can get hundred hundred twenty five on Morrison, and you can get hundred fifty on Coupland. Do you know what I mean? So, looking for a bit of value, then that's there. It is. Um, but yeah, I never thought I'd be speaking about them. I don't know. Tends to start well, James Morrison, so maybe even a first round leader or something like that. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I've, I've had them for top 30 finishes. Um, I thought top 20 is a little bit asking for too much, so I still thought they were decent prices for top 30. I do. Um, Can we just talk about Guido? I mean, you're not at him, obviously. Um, he's been okay lately, hasn't he? The last two or three weeks. Nothing special, but uh, he's still he's, he's he's still a sexy Italian bastard. <laughs> I mean, he's playing he's playing better than he has done for the past sort of year. You know what I mean? T- tied sixty six last week. Uh, tied fifty six at the ISPS Hander. Uh, Tied 67th at the Rise of Kaima. That's his three best finishes in 2022. The yeah, rest have not, been miscuts. Not great, is it? It's not. Seven miscuts in 10. Yeah, it needs to improve. Um, obviously, this this course doesn't suit him at all, does it really? I was quite surprised when he when he was comp- he was up here last year. Um, obviously, Blandy beat him in a playoff. Um, but yeah, the, you know, I mean, the course is everything against Guido. Um, so I'd be really surprised if he if he did well this week. Um, I just yeah. want, I just want to be beat this Saturday. <laughs> I'd I'd be very surprised if if we met, if you see him on the Saturday night. Uh, oh, I just want to see his, I just want to see his handsome face at seven a.m. on the Saturday. Even better, you'll see my face at seven a.m. on Saturday. It's even better, mate. Nah, nah, but, nah, I'd rather, I'd rather a sexy Italian. <laughs> right. We uh, best wrap things up. We've been going for over an hour now. We have. Um, just one name. Um, someone you nearly took this week, maybe, that you thought of taking but just took out at the last second. Ryan, I'll go to you first. Tristan Lawrence. Oh, hello. That's a... Uh, Having a good year, you know what I mean, yeah. isn't it? He is having a good year. Never played there before, I don't think. But. No. no. Uh, Craig, what's your name? <laughs> we do. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, There's just no stopping you, is It's not quite, not quite uh, Skylar Hook. Not... Uh, the great man himself, but uh, <laughs> but uh, no, to be honest, I, I think it was awesome for me. Nice, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's playing okay. He is. Um, I know my mate Matt Jones is on him. He was coming on Saturday to the Belfry. Um, I think I think I've played of his quality should be doing a little bit better. I'm not gonna lie, but he is playing semi decent. Yeah. He's he's getting there, isn't he, with his form? Um, I think he's, you know, I mean, come out the end of that trial now, um, and yeah, I mean, he's still got a win in him somewhere, hasn't he? 
No, actually, my 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 main guy was uh, Rafael uh, Rafael Jacqueline, obviously. Yeah, you said him about a week ago. You said you've got about Jacqueline this week. Um, <laughs> he's only he's only about a thousand to one. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy numbers. It is. Um, I need to talk Alex Bjork this week. I'm, I'm surprised you 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 haven't mentioned him. Um, you know, yeah. quite a big fan of him. Yeah, on tough courses where uh, putting's more essential. He's a really yeah. good putter. I mean, is I mean, he's seventy to one. That's quite a big price, I think, for this collab field. Yeah, yeah, so so. Um, uh, one 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 last one. Uh, more in your direction, uh, Jamie. Is I'm surprised you never took Armitage. Yeah, I mean, I looked at Armitage, Will Beslin. You know what I mean? I looked at sort of names like that that I would normally back. Um, okay, Beslin had a decent week last week. Um, but no, there's not quite enough there. Not quite enough evidence there to back them this week. Uh, but yeah. 60 to 1 on Armitage is a great number, it is. Um, but say so there's just been no signs of any any decent golf, really. So hopefully we get to see him on Saturday at least. He's a, he's a good guy, he seems. Right, recap then. Yeah, recap, yeah. So Ryan, do you want to just shoot through yours quickly? Yep, uh, Moron is Will at 40, Lee 60, and Mansell 100. Lovely stuff. Uh, mine's Otiagi 35s, Hardin 45s, Corhonen 50s, Ashram Wu 70s, Craig Howie 80s, um, and then James Morrison top 30 finish 4 to 1, Dave Coupland top 30 finish 13 to 2, and then the double is 35 to 1 as well. I'm quite big this week. I mean, I made a bit of profit last week, so I've lumped it on this week, I have, really. And and for me, just uh, just a five. So we're going with uh, Ryan Fox at thirty threes, Michael Corhon in fifty to one, uh, Eduardo Molinari because I like pain sixty six to one, Sullivan who's in don't ask why a hundred to one, and <laughs> Ian Ferguson at hundred twenty five. Nice. And we're all we'll all be attending the British Masters on Saturday, so. I'll see you there. I will. Good Craig, I'll see you. I'll, I'm picking you up from fucking airport on Friday. But yeah, Ryan, I'll see you there on Saturday. Yeah. yeah, get on to it. Yeah. But yeah, it should be good. And the weather looks good. Um, short weather, which is always good. Um, yeah, be on the beers at eight o'clock. Really. So yeah, look forward to it. What odds on me getting burnt? Effectively, oh, yeah. <laughs> Six to four on, I've heard. What what one to a hundred? Hundred percent. Well, best let you go now, Craig, because you're on a podcast again in ten minutes, I think, aren't you? So enjoy. Uh, I will do. Right, I'll yeah. see you on. The, Cheers, I'll see guys. you on Friday. Yeah, see you soon. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.